really, I, you know, starting your own podcast and then having it be about you um, is the epitome of like narcissism. And Hey, everybody, welcome back to the squad room. This is episode nine. I am your host, Garrett Tesla. I am a uh, patrol sergeant for a sheriff's department in Southern California, and I am the host of this project. The Squad Room is a podcast devoted to optimizing the physical, emotional, mental, environmental, and occupational health and wellness of law enforcement officers and first responders all around the world. Now, that's a mouthful, and that's a lot of stuff, so we tackle any subject that might improve our wellness and our commitment to ourselves, our loved ones, and the communities we serve. This podcast and all the podcasts in this series have three elements. Interviews with subject matter experts like you've heard in the last few episodes. Interviews with inspirational active duty and retired law enforcement officers, which you'll hear soon. And the topic of today's uh, episode, a documentary of the show's host, that's me, and the applications that I'm lessons that I'm learning through this journey and trying to apply them to my own life. Uh, today's guest is really my co-host for the whole thing, and he's back. Traver Bohm, welcome. Hi, guys. Glad uh, to be back. Yeah, we're, we're thrilled to have you. We made it to episode nine. That means we, we're probably Woo-hoo! close. To, and I actually, episode 10 was recorded the other day, so we're ready. <laughs> we made it to 10. Progress. Yes. Baby steps. Yeah. yeah. Um, so welcome back. Thanks Thank for you. being here. Mm-hmm. Today's topic is, uh, we don't really have a topic to it. I mean, we, we talked about goal setting in the past. Yep. And uh, meditation was a topic. And we've talked um, about PTSD with Joel Fay in the last episode. Yep. Or two episodes ago, and uh, Dr. Goodman in the last episode about uh, the, the back and the back pain and posterior chain, all those same sorts of things. So uh, today's not really a, a topic-based episode in that sense. Um, this is kind of a catch-up. Yep. Because we haven't seen each other in a while, uh, face-to-face anyway. Yeah. And um, some good things, some some struggles, and yep. I'm going to complain about those on air because this okay. is my show and I can do that. Excellent. Right. And we'll, uh, we'll go through it. <laughs> if them. you want to complain, you go get your own podcast. This is about me. <laughs> <laughs> really, I, you know, starting your own podcast and then having it be about you um, is the epitome of like narcissism. And <laughs> yeah. So don't accuse nobody can accuse me of narcissism because I have to yeah, cop to it right from got the beginning because you don't do this project without some <laughs> sense of inflated self worth. <laughs> anyway, so I guess we've come up with an idea or a title for today, and that is better is better. Absolutely. So uh, that's something you told me uh, last week when I. Um, called you from the throes of uh, sleep deprivation and yeah. you know work and all that and was bemoaning uh and and, and giving you my litany of excuses mm-hmm. um you know they're they're i should say my reasons i yeah, don't like to say that's... that they're excuses and that's what i tell people sometimes on a traffic stop you know i say do you have a reason for for running the red light right and they'll say well i'm i'm late to work I'm like well that's not an excuse that that's not a reason that's you know it, Basically, it's some an excuse to me is something that justifies the behavior. Right. So your excuse is, uh, I have a femoral bleed and I'm on my way to the hospital. Like, okay, you have an excuse to run the red light. Absolutely. Now your reason might be that you're late to work, but it doesn't justify it. So right. I should be careful in watching my own language to myself when I say yeah. my reasons for why I'm not getting to the gym as much, why um, my diet sucks, right? Um, that kind of stuff. Okay. So yeah. anyway, and that's important even for people who are self-analyzing, of looking at things. Am I beating myself up? Or are there going to be a certain amount of um, stimulus? Are there going to be a certain amount of parameters that are out of just simply out of your control, especially as law enforcement, especially with your schedules, especially Mm -hmm. with um, some of the factors that are stacked, not against you, but you have kids. 
that immediately changes a lot of excuses to reasons. It allows for some excuses, but not everything is is out of is in your control on a day to day basis. Yeah. And that's a lot of what better better is we're going to cover. So let's go. Just give me a little bit of a rundown of some of the challenges you had in the past two weeks, both environmentally, time wise, etc. Let's fill people in. Sure. So uh, we're recording this in the beginning of July. So that means that school has ended for my kids, which means big that, change. Yeah, big change every yep. year. Um, probably good for them, but of course means for us that we're now juggling different camps and different drop offs and that sort of thing. So there's a bit of a change there. We've had some dynamic stuff at work come up okay. um, that isn't directly doesn't directly or I wasn't directly involved in, but we we had an officer involved shooting okay. that I uh, am part of the aftermath of um, in the investigation. I mean, and um, of course, it's two people who I care deeply about who were involved and who were put in a situation where they never want to be in. Absolutely. Um, and uh, you know, I'm into my third month of night shift, okay. and you can tell. And you can't tell, but I mean, I can look at my history of doing night shifts and I can tell that by month three yeah. is right where I am right now mentally. Okay. Uh, I know that in month one, um, I'm, I'm getting a little tired and, right. but I'm still doing all right. And then month two is, uh, starting to, starting to feel the effects, but still doing okay. And then by month three, I'm in zombie mode. Right. Yep. And of course, um, all those things that, uh, actually we're going to talk about next episode, uh, with Dr. Kirk Parsley about sleep, uh, all those things happen all, all at once, come crashing down, right? So, matter motivation is done, gone. Right, of like, course. Yep. And um, my focus for anything, yep. off duty or not, right? Um, gone. Okay. Attention span, gone. Um, unfortunately for for me and my kids, my my tolerance. Or my uh, patience. Yep. Gone. Of course. Right. And, um, you know, it's, I, I, I would be dramatic to say it's like a depression. Okay. But it's like, uh, it's like a depression. It's like, a de- <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, call it what it is. You're just, you're grumpy. Right. Uh, you have no motivation. You don't want to get out of bed. Uh, and you don't want to do anything, um, active. So I guess in some ways, yeah, it's like, like a depression, right? Absolutely. Um, so, but that's consistent. Yeah. And I know that by the time I finish my night shift, which is for us four months, we go back to days, I come right back out of it. Right. So that's, let's touch on that for a minute. Sure. Though, Cause I think that's really important. What would we, how would we categorize that knowledge? What do you mean? Like if we could put a label on the fact that now after doing this for 10 years, you know that this is the process that is a big point for a lot of people that either aren't 10 years in or are 10 years in and just go, man, this is the strangest thing. Every three months on a night shift, I give up. Right. It's awareness. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge part of what you recognize now, but a lot of people that are listening to this may not be. And that's, you've obviously stepped back away from the situation probably on day shifts and gone, man, I'm three months into my day shifts and I don't feel like shit. So we're, we, I want to just press the fact that having awareness of it and having awareness of any situation is going to help with better is better. Mm-hmm. If you don't know where your starting point is, our first episode, I think, was what's your A point? Yep. Uh, if you don't know where your A point is, 
at the start of your night shifts because you're completely unconscious. You don't know your weight. You don't know what you're eating on a daily basis. You don't know how often you go to the gym. Then you're not going to notice the backsliding. You're not going to notice why you've gained 15 pounds. It's just going to be you're frustrated, you're upset, you're angry. You now know through lack of sleep, lack of uh, continual sleep, lack of sunlight, lack of proper dietary intake because you're at night and eating stuff that you shouldn't be, that these are the reasons why you feel this way. Mm -hmm. So just having the awareness is going to be really important. And so for people out there, take stock of where you're at. You may not be starting this huge fitness journey. People may not be going, God, I want to lose 50 pounds. But their their starting point may be, I just don't want to feel this bad anymore. Right. So look around the room and go, all right, what is in the room? Oh, there's a lack of sleep over there. There's shitty food over here. There's no med meditation practice here. There's no movement practice here. Take stock. And taking stock starts with awareness. So even if that's all you have, which we're going to get to in a bit, <laughs> that's good. It's yeah. good that you can go, wow, I'm three months in. Why? Because now it's not something's wrong with Garrett. Right. And I'm going, man, every three months of night shift, I turn into a bad person. It's not about you. You have stimulus that's coming at you. I, I've done night shifts, years of them mm -hmm. for security and, and equate them to being on a conveyor belt. So you're walking in the, you know, like in an airport, but it's not going the way you want to go. So if you're just standing still, you're going backwards because mm -hmm. all those factors are working against you. So you either have to figure out times that you can step to the side of it and do some work, do some prep, do some planning, or just know that all of your steps forward are going to keep you in the same place. Yeah. You helped me, uh, frame that idea a couple, like when I, when we talked and saying again, better is better in the sense that, um, I'm still improving by the fact that I'm not regressing. Yes. And that uh, is a huge, say that again. I, I am improving by the fact that I'm not regressing. Absolutely. That's huge. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I take, I take some comfort in that, I guess, because like you say, survival mode. Right. right? So, and, and I think everyone can relate to, um, this idea of just, you know, you, you go to work, you work at 12, you come home, you deal with the kids, you put the kids to bed and you collapse and you do it all over again. Right. Every, and that's not just law enforcement. That's anyone who works uh, right. a job and has obligations and, you know, Groundhog Day. And right. It's like, just like Groundhog Day. That's and, the vast majority of the country. Right. And, yeah. and, and the world. And the world. And, um, you know, none of us want to live like that, but <clears throat> that's how we end up kind of going through life sometimes. And all of a sudden, two or three years, four years, five years, 10 years, 20 years passes you by. Right. So right. obviously part of this project is to make sure that I, I stop that right now. So, yeah. um, you know, when we first talked, I think in one of the early episodes in our catch up, I had, I had dropped 15 pounds pretty quickly right. and was, was moving. And then that's of course, when, um, I was probably in month one of night shift at that time. And right. all those things come to, a, you know, I shouldn't expect myself to continue dropping 15 pounds every five to six weeks given what the status of my work cycle is. Right. Absolutely. Um, so that, yeah, no, I, I appreciate it when you said that cause I, I felt some outside validation to the fact that just maintaining is, is a win. Absolutely. And again, you talk about awareness. I'm also highly aware, uh, and highly sensitive to the fact that I would always gain my weight on night shift. Ah, uh, good. Good to know. So very important. To this know. is, this is the time. I mean, when, when I got to the size that I was when we started this was because of cumulative night shifts that I, that I didn't, um, counteract. Yeah. I let it get to me. Right. 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 So on this round, at least, at least I'm still, 
I'm actually still losing weight, just not at that rapid pace. Beautiful. And I'll take every pound or Beautiful. half pound for what right. it is, right? Right. So not only is better is better in this point keeping you, it's not only keeping you static, you are actually progressing. Yeah. You are making money in a down market. Right. right You're exactly. not killing it. You mm-hmm. know, there's not, we're not leaning on I'm a in penny stocks right now. It's okay, <laughs> but it's progress. And yeah. it's, it's like you said, a year ago, you would have gained 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. Now you've lost five. Let's yeah. call that a net thirty gain. Yeah, I mean, in, in those four month of night shift, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be surprising for me to gain fifteen pounds. All right. So, and how much have you lost in this set of night shifts? Twenty. Well, I'm I, since starting this, I'm twenty pounds down. Okay. So of only about only five pounds from where we were. Okay. But the the positives on that, I mean, that's still twenty pounds, that's, right? I mean, and that's twenty five pounds, pounds in, in a time a when months. you were gaining fifteen. You're right. So that's fantastic. So uh, because I'm bad at math, I'm going to consider that a weight loss of 35 pounds and just give myself the extra 15 that Beautiful. I didn't add. Right? Yeah, I don't have a calculator in front of me. <laughs> uh, Carry the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that that's that's a win, right? Yes. That's a, that's a positive, and I got to right. remind myself of that. Right. I got to remind myself that, hey, 20 pounds is still 20 pounds. Right. You know, I mean, we're standing here. Uh, our listeners can't see the, uh, the fact that we're in a high-tech recording studio right now. <laughs> And what I mean by that is my garage, <laughs> surrounded by dirty laundry and all that sort of stuff, and uh, kids' toys. I offered to let Trevor play with the bubble <laughs> lawnmower later, but he passed. Anyway, um, what is behind me are my bumper plates, right? Because right. I have a little bit of a home gym, like a, a very small one, but I right. do. I have ten, two 10-pound bumper plates right here that I could pick up and walk around with, and I wouldn't want to do that all day. Right. That's I was carrying that pounds. around. That's 20 pounds. Exactly. And you told me to do that in one of the last episodes, and I did that. And, yeah. And that's a good... Good reminder, I don't want to carry that extra 20 pounds. Right. And hopefully by the next time we record, again, in our fancy recording studio, I'll be able to pick up the two fifteen pounds. Exactly. And I'm down 30 pounds. Right. So progress. Progress is, is, is yeah. I don't, uh, now I already forget how I said it, but but just the simple fact that I'm maintaining is still progress. Yeah. So let's, Brett, Brett Jones is a, an instructor with Strong First, the kettlebell program that I use and, mm-hmm. and teach under, had this idea and it was to teach coaches better is better. So a lot of times you take a a CrossFit coach or a movement coach or a fitness coach, and they want to take someone from zero to a beautiful Olympic snatch in one, one session or some complex movement and teach it to them all in an hour where that's not how humanity works. That's not how human beings work. So his point was, can you get your client to be better? Just a little bit better. If you have, you've done your job. And the transfer I thought with working with not just uh, athletes, but especially people who are type A, especially people who are, I would imagine law enforcement breeds a certain type of personality. Yeah, type, like type A plus. Yeah, so you're used to constant, almost linear improvement mm-hmm. where you said, I lost 15 pounds in the first month. I did not lose 15 pounds in the second month. For a lot of people, that's failure. And for a lot of people, that's an excuse to then say, F the whole project. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Not only not only they're not looking at the incredible amount of external factors working against them, but this is life. Weight loss doesn't happen in a linear fashion. Your body has its own timeline, period. Weight gain as far as putting muscle on, not a linear fashion. Deadlifting, you're not going to go up 20 pounds every six months for the rest of your life, or we'd all have 1,000-pound deadlifts who've been deadlifting for a couple years. There's your own body's natural timeline, and then especially, especially for law enforcement, when you literally don't know what's going to happen every night when you show up, which means when you get off shift, you don't know what you're going to have to process through. Mm-hmm. What did I see? 
Who did I experience? What were my emotions? What did I have to do physically? How much time did I have? How often did my cortisol get shot through the roof and then have to come back down? What did I eat? Who's at home waiting for me and how's that going to go? What have I been eating or drinking on the weekend that's contributing to how I feel now? Mm -hmm. Am I on night shift? Am I on day shift? I mean, you guys have a million factors that at any one time could be juggled a different different way. Yeah, and I think... uh I think I, I I started to catch a glimmer of that when I, when we started this, and now especially after uh, what will na- what will be episode ten and episode uh, the last episode with Dr. Joel Fay, who's a police psychologist. <clears throat> uh, highly recommend everyone check that one out because it's about PTSD and stress management, oh, yeah. and then the vicarious stress on your spouses. Right. Mm-hmm. This is like a holistic system. I, I mean, we are. None of these things happen in a vacuum, right? And everything is related, right? Like, to I mean, you know, it's to use the I guess the the, the hippie analogy about the Earth, but we're all we're all part of that system, right? Mm-hmm. But everything is part of the system that comes into me. All these inputs and outputs I'm getting are all related. Mm-hmm. My poor sleep is related, you know, relates to how well I do my job or how well I parent. Right. And my nutrition affects how well I sleep. Right. And my supplementation might affect those things as well or my focus or clarity and those things make me a better or worse it's like it's right. all right. there which can be overwhelming absolutely because um, how much of it is in your control yeah maybe half if you're lucky none of it let's <laughs> well, be honest <laughs> very very little yeah you don't know if your kids are going to wake you up right screaming mm-hmm. you don't know if your wife's going to be upset with you you don't know if you're going to sit in your car and throw your back out yeah you don't know who's going to be on that next call you receive Especially uh, law enforcement, you mm-hmm. just never know. Yeah. Well, th- yeah. All those things, it, those are all a crapshoot. Right. Um, and not the point of this episode, but I think that's why I've gravitated towards reading more about stoicism recently and mm. just f- controlling your response to the inputs you get. Right. And um, and, and realizing that you can only control uh, your response. Absolutely. And how you how you accept things either as the way and and obstacle being the way right or um you try to fight a force that you can't affect right that's another episode. yeah, yeah but we'll whole, dive into that yeah, one some yeah, other yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be good for that one too <laughs> yeah oh boy um so yeah 20 pounds that's pretty good but i'll i'll, I'll add too um i'd say there's tw- it's 20 good pounds but also uh i think i said told you this that um Got a little tricep. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like that, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that's starting to come through, but things like that, or, or, um, every once in a while I'll catch a glimpse of myself in a good angle, uh-huh. you know, uh, but I can see, uh, the muscle d- developing too. Excellent. And I can see a better form underneath the subcutaneous layer yep, of, yep. of winter fat that I still got. Right. So that's kind of motivating too, right? It's I mean, huge. Yeah. It's very, very motivating. Like you it's- catch, you catch yourself in the mirror and it's trust me it's not all the time and i'm not uh, doing selfies in the bathroom or anything but yeah every once in a while you, you notice like yeah. that the traps right. are, are stronger right and are more developed and your shoulders are, are actually showing a little definition and right. that's where i i've noticed my immediate changes in my shoulders Good. and traps and all that and like oh okay there's a glimmer of, there's a glimmer of an athlete yeah, yeah, in there yeah, yeah definitely. imagine that it's working yeah it's you working, know what yeah. you're doing yeah <laughs> thanks yeah <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. The process is working, but it's right. important. We are taught a lot, detach from your body. It shouldn't matter how you look. Well, show me someone who doesn't care who they look, how they look. Yeah. I'll show you a monk. Mm-hmm. It's not true. I care how I look. You care. How I, everyone does. And it's not even so much about like caring what 
how I look to other people. I don't really yeah. care about that. It's how I feel in my own skin. skin. Absolutely. And that makes you a better cop for sure because of your command presence. And, and yes, you will believe a person who's comfortable in their own skin before you will believe someone who's not. And we all can tell the people who are or are not. They just, we just, you just walk differently. You act differently if you're comfortable in your own skin, right? Right. People see the dynamic guy at the party right. who's got the whole room wrapped around him and they're listening to his stories and, and, and laughing it up. And it's, well, you can tell he's comfortable in his own skin yeah. when he's surrounded by other people. Yeah. You know, and I'm like the kid at the junior high dance who's off in the corner, you know, yeah, it's changing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, changing. Yeah. It's, it's changing. not that dramatic. Yeah. Again, I'm a narcissist, so I don't want to be dramatic <laughs> about it. <laughs> if you would tell me a little bit about your, this particular week, cause I know this week was challenging and maybe we can highlight some of the aspects of it. Yeah. So, uh, nutrition wise, meditation wise, fitness mm -hmm. wise, give me a little rundown. So, uh, this is my, what? Second day off. Okay. I, I always say it's my first day off. Cause I, I, I come home and I, we're recording on a Thursday, right? So, um, I slept all day yesterday. So okay. technically that's my day off, but so night I mean, off. Yeah. I'm, I'm sleeping all the, half the day on Wednesday. Right. Um, haven't gotten to the gym yet this okay. week. And, um, you know, again, excuses versus reasons, but, right. um, I have a finite window of time, uh, available to me after work right. between getting off shift and uh, having to be home to get the kids ready and get them to school. Yep. And it, every night this week or every morning of this week after shift, uh, wasn't done with work, had late calls, had some, uh, critical incidents, had a deputy that was injured, okay. uh, that required, uh, uh, an emergency room visit. And, uh, of course it's the government, so paperwork and yep. memos and yep. forms to be filled out. And that happened late in the shift. So, you know, I just never, I didn't get to the gym once uh, okay. this week after work. Okay. And yesterday, um, I got up early. I, I slept a limited amount yesterday. Um, cause I had to pick up the kids from camp cause my wife had something she had to do. Um, and so I was running around with them after wake up and, uh, as is common. And I know other people experience this too, went to bed, you know, I, I slept, slept enough to kind of function. And then usually on Wednesdays, which is my first day off, I try to go to bed at the same time as my wife, 10, 10, 15, um, to kind of get back on that day schedule. Right. And sure enough, dog wants to wake me up at three fifteen in the morning. Right. Uh, cause he's having a dream where he's running in his yeah. sleep. And so he wakes me up and my body says, Oh, you've been up for four days at night right. at three thirty. You should be awake right now. And boom, yep. all of a sudden I there was wide awake. Right. Like I could have gone on patrol and been just fine. Cause I was wide awake. Right. So then you, you do that downward spiral of mm -hmm. sitting in bed going, sleep, sleep, sleep. Come on, you got to sleep. You only got a couple hours till the kids get up and right. sleep, sleep, sleep. And sure enough, it was like five o'clock before I got to back to sleep. And then kids are up at five 30. Right. Wanting to play and do all that. So, um, yeah, just, just challenges, yeah, real yeah. world challenges. Yeah. Right? Right. Imagine that I'm a real person. Yeah. Not a lack of motivation, <laughs> not a lack of goals, not a lack of prep. Well, that's the killer is this week. I was highly motivated. I was super right. motivated to come in and like, I, I, you sent me the list of stuff and I've been having a blast doing a lot, all that Ollie lifting and stuff. And, um, I looked at the workouts like, and thought, Oh, this is gonna be fun. Like, yeah. I enjoy that. And I, I, I'm not doing it just for the physicality of it and all that. I actually enjoy going in there and trying to do a one rep max squat yeah. uh, or a cleaning jerk, you know, right, like you have right. me doing. So super motivated, um, packed a bag, every packed a bag of gym clothes and everything like that. I was ready to go every day. Just yep. didn't get out work until it was close to, you know, an hour after shift. And that by then getting the texts, Hey, where are you? The kids are up. They need right. some help. I'm like, okay. Right. Well, I gotta go home. Okay. You know, and that's no one's fault. I mean, nope. 
just the way it is. Um, nutrition, blah, not great. Okay. Um, Define not great. Well, uh, didn't meal prep this week or didn't okay. even do any of that stuff. Um, uh, just, just before the week, didn't take the time to do it. Okay. I figured I would do it on shift and I would be able to make some, try and make good choices by eating out okay. on shift. How'd that work? Uh, okay. Actually. I mean, okay. I, I did, I did make good choices when I could. We had a fire. Okay. Um, a forest fire or grass fire rather, which of course here in this part of the country, everyone freaks out yeah. and sends the world, which right. understandable, but we've had, we've have our history of forest fires here and, um, was fed what they typically feed on these, which is like high calorie rice, beans, stuffed burritos. Okay. So that was, that was my meal for for like half a day. It was eating these yeah. burritos. Um, and then, uh, and just those were around. And honestly, I, I probably could have, I could have finagled around and, and made a better choice, but okay. it was just, it was just one of those things where it's there. Right. Right. It makes it easier. Um, breakfasts are usually pretty good. Okay. You know, I cook, I cook a breakfast for my kids every morning or, uh, just for myself. It's either a protein shake or it's eggs and like turkey ham and spinach and oh, good. So good, good, good. Breakfasts are, breakfasts are solid. Like I never have a problem with breakfast. It's always, uh, snacks. Okay. Or, um, or dinner. Okay. Meal prep dinners or dinners at work. Okay. You know, getting to that 3 a.m. and realizing that I'm hungry mm-hmm. and I got nothing to do, or mm-hmm. maybe 1 a.m. because Taco Bell's closed at 3. <laughs> I get to 1 a.m. and I go, I got nothing uh, prepared and I didn't have, quote unquote, didn't have time. So, uh, you know, Chalupa sure sounds good right now mm. in my my brain. I, I Another awareness thing, I crave fat like crazy when, right. I'm, sleep, when, on, when I'm sleepy. Okay. Crave it. Okay. Like, like I, I imagine I know what a heroin addict feels like because I crave <laughs> fat, yep. saturated fat, like just mainline that stuff. Right. Uh, and yeah, I, I find myself out of, over at Taco Bell, you know, okay. shoving my face. Now I didn't do that this week, but I do. That's pretty. Okay. It's not uncommon. All right. That's off limits forever. <laughs> yeah. So I'd rather you not eat than eat Taco Bell. How'd you describe it to me? Uh, I would rather you punch yourself in the dick <laughs> than eat Taco Bell. <laughs> Repeatedly punch yourself in the dick. It has less long-term effects and won't break down your self-esteem. Yes. But Taco Bell should not be consumed. It's yeah. not food. I'd rather you eat the notebook you have in your car. Mm-hmm. Truly would. If you called and said, hey, I ate the notebook. I'm like, good job. Did you go to Taco Bell? <laughs> no. All right. Better is better. Better is better. We're on it. Yeah. Uh, so what are some ways you think you could have combated the challenges of the week? One being starting with awareness that now, you know, uh, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, um, before someone goes out for a heavy night of drinking, a lot of times they put the Tylenol in the water by the the bed because they know when they come home, they're not going to take care of that stuff or they know they're going out drinking. So they give someone their keys. The part of them that knows they're not going to be making good decisions later takes care of that part of them. Mm -hmm. So what are some things now in hindsight that we can use and share with some listeners to say, all right. I know at 3 a.m. I'm making the shittiest choices of the week. How do I combat that? And yeah. going back even further, where were some of the errors? One of the things I think you said was, oh, I thought I'd sort it out when I got on shift. Mm-hmm. As opposed to now when you actually have the headspace, awareness, time, and consideration to sort it out ahead of time. Right. Because what can you control on shift? When are you going, hey, you know what? I've got, I know I have 30 minutes. Period. No one can bother me. No one can tell me what to do. I don't have to react to anything immediately. And there's good food choices available, and I'm not hungry. 
Yeah, I don't have 30 minutes on shift. Yeah, I don't think that was, that was, <laughs> I think that you, was your you point. You can just call in. Hey, I'm going to be off for 30 minutes, right? You guys, yeah. are, it's cool doing that. We don't have that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. something happens, it happens. I, you know, or a phone call, you always got to take that. So, uh, yeah, you're right. It, it, trying to anticipate uh, in advance um, that I'm going to be like that, that I know that uh, come Sunday morning at 3 a.m., I'm going to want uh, a 7 Eleven carne asada burrito or something like that. Um, you know, I've, I've done good with meal prep, but I mean, those are full meals, right? I mean, right. you know, vegetables or rice, a, a protein and that, that of course takes a lot of time. And I think if I simplify a little bit and even just dumb it down from there and start, um, you know, uh, carrying, um, prepackages of healthy stuff with me. Absolutely. You know, um, yeah, we, every cop knows what a go bag is, right? right? I mean, we have a go bag of your ammo and your critical incident stuff, okay. extra mags, extra whatever. Okay. Um, I have a, I have a active shooter go bag. I have a fire forest fire go bag. Okay. I have a riot go bag. Okay. You know, t- different bags to respond to all those different things that you just grab and go and everything. You grab you the need bag, is you're out there. the door. Right. Okay. Um, what I need is a nutrition go bag. Excellent. And, um, what would that look like? Well, I think, uh, you know, I think I'm just, I'm just taking a, a gallon Ziploc uh-huh. and, uh, running out to the store and getting those, you know, single serving prepackaged almonds or cashews. Yep. I like both. Yep. Um, you know, one of those probably a protein shake. Yep. Um, pre-made. Yeah. 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 Probably. Yep. Yeah. So may not be the best choice if you had two weeks to prep for it, but nope at 3am. Perfect. Right. This is yep. the, this is the equivalent of the active shooter. I got, I, I need something now no. and I'm going to make a bad decision if I don't. Yep. Right. So yep, yep. yeah. Protein shake, maybe some beef jerky, I guess. Yep. Probably turkey jerky, uh, beef jerky. Um, you see that salmon jerky that just sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what else, what else do you think um, I should have? I'm not there? a big dairy person, but some cheese, mm-hmm. you know, if people don't react to it, um, I think you've listed the really good ones, some nuts, even some fruit. If you know, it's not going to sit in the back of your car for you know, if you're starting the week and you have four shifts in a row, mm-hmm. throw an apple in there. Throw two apples in there. Um, throw in some some more uh, some some dried fruit, even though it has high sugar. This is something better than fast food. Yeah. Throw some veg. Throw some cut up carrots in there. Just something that you know you're going to eat it throughout the week. Mm-hmm. This is your. I just don't want to make bad decisions. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a bag you'd take camping. Like what? Do you, what, what could you take camping? You know, you can throw some M&Ms in there, throw some trail mix. Mm-hmm. Is it ideal? No. Is it better than fast food? Yes. Absolutely. Is yeah. it the, it's the bridge food that you're after, the mm-hmm. carryover. But a bag of nuts, a protein shake, uh, stuff you listed, and beef jerky, just those three, just that, that amount of food is going to get you through the night. If yeah. someone said, hey, you got to eat this or you can eat nothing, I'd be all over it. Right. Or you can eat this or you can eat Taco Bell and you're going to feel like shit tomorrow morning and you're going to completely- <laughs> Tomorrow morning? What are you talking about? In an hour. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to derail all of your, not only are you derailing your physical fitness goals, but motivationally, you know you just screwed up. Yeah. And, and that's crappy. And you know you screwed up a lot because of failure to prep. So, yeah. And you're right. That I mean, I think there's two issues for me there. One is- uh, I'm far from a perfectionist, but at the same time, you feel like you have to be perfect. No. And, uh, it, it's easy to kind of make that bad decision. Right. And then, or, well, I can't, I can't eat perfectly. I can't have a, 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 a ocean fresh wild grilled salmon. Right. And, uh, 
steamed vegetables right now, so I screw it. I'll just have Taco Bell. Right. Um, Throw the baby out with the bathwater. Exactly. It's all or nothing. Um, again, better is better. So right. Making a better choice, which is still not the perfect choice. It's still a good. You know, it's still a good Absolutely. choice. Absolutely. So. How long would it take you to put five of those bags together that didn't have anything perishable in them? Oh no, I mean, less than fifteen minutes, probably. Okay. And see, when you ask that question, that yeah. it sounds silly that I would even. Yeah resist that yeah so what do you think the resistance is uh i don't know the, the go bag idea that's that's just kind of a new th- thought honestly okay. i i try to bring snacks with me um uh, and i keep uh i keep bags of almonds at work right um but you know that kind of gets old but yeah. if you have a variety in this bag like this then yeah i can yeah. get through that and and i have to i have to look at it not as um what food do I want to eat or what food would I enjoy right now? But right. what does my body need? Right, right, right. You know, I, I was listening to something earlier this morning, uh, Rich Franklin, you know. Yeah. Um, he was on a on a different show and he used the analogy of, you know, if you want to, if you want your body to act like a Ferrari, you can't treat it like a Honda. Right, right, true. Yeah. <laughs> and he went, yeah, yeah. he went way deep on this, but uh, he's right, you know, and, and you can't, uh, you can't do things like eating Taco Bell, which is equivalent of treating your body like a Honda if you want to function like a Ferrari and mm-hmm. as an athlete or as a, as a tactical athlete or as a warrior athlete, whatever you want to call us, I need to be treating myself more as a Ferrari, mm-hmm. more of a Porsche guy, I guess, but whatever. Or at least like a human being. Yes. You know, Taco Bell is not made for human consumption in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. It not will like, not lead to a sustained human experience. Right. I mean, over time. Look at the, what's the movie that a uh, supersize me. It's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. The Simpsons, you ever watch the Simpsons? Yeah. There's like those old Simpsons where they they brag about a Taco Bell-esque place that brags on their commercials about USDA-graded beef, but they don't say what grade it is. So <laughs> like, yeah, that's probably probably what I'm ingesting. All right, so you got a uh, go bag. So I'll you do that. 15 minutes. And, yep. and uh, one of the barriers, I think, like how do we get rid of the barrier to entry or remove, remove any of the obstacles mm-hmm. is get three weeks, a month's worth of whatever you're going to put in there. Get two bag, two big bags of almonds. Get mm-hmm. ten power bars or ten protein shakes. Get enough of it so you go. <clears throat> the week starting crap. I don't have my to go stuff. I'm not, I don't have time to go to the store. Now I'm out because I'm only buying two weeks worth every time. Right. So get some bulk stuff. Yeah. And you know that's just my to go or my my grab bag. It's just there specifically for that. Yeah. And you have no excuses then. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Well, I'll start. I'll start that. Uh... Well, I'm going shopping today. I'll, I'll, there you go. I'll work on it today. Yeah, and walk around. You know, walk around Trader Joe's, walk around Whole Foods, wherever you're going. Think, oh, that would be a really good addition. I didn't know I could throw that in there. Mm-hmm. That would be a really good addition, and, and put some stuff together so it's not boring. It's not demotivating to eat. Where yeah, even at the, the idea of Taco Bell is like, well, I'd rather eat that than another handful of nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, play with it a little bit. It should still be palatable and, and yeah. pleasurable. Well, I like those things. It's just. You know, and I, for some reason too, like a hot food is much yeah. more, of course, uh, it's appealing, satiable at at, at nighttime. You know, than right. eating cold food or whatever. Right. So, but yes, I'll work on that. Good. So that's been my uh, kind of my front line, so to speak, in the last couple of weeks. Okay. Any meditation? Spotty. Okay. Um, Define spotty. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should revise that and say almost non-existent. No. Um, you know, it's, I, I really enjoy it. So okay. it's, it, and I have enjoyed the practice. I'm not good at it by any means, but I do find the value in it. Okay. Uh, to me, it's just, 
again, finding, finding the time or, or again, the sense that I have to be perfect or that it mm-hmm. has to be perfect. So mm-hmm. uh, invariably on the days that I set my alarm to wake up early to do it, that's the day that my son decides to get up early too and come into the bedroom and wake us up and then wants to, you know, play or be engaged and that sort of stuff. And right. it's impossible to do it in the mornings with everyone here. Cause yeah. I'm trying to sit there and be centered and I'm hearing, dad, I want a snack. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he took this and, <laughs> and the kids start hitting each other and crying. And you know, yeah. that Game is on. not a happy place to be. <laughs> I'm not, not going to find my center <laughs> when I'm trying to pull them apart, like a bouncer at a bar. Yeah. So, you know, one thing that occurred to me earlier was, uh, I, I had gotten up to 10 minutes when I was being a little more consistent. So I That's had this a- expectation with myself that I have to do 10 minutes right. and I really shouldn't, that's not fair to myself. Right. If I can do five minutes, I can do five minutes. Right. And if you can do one minute. Yeah. And I can probably squeeze in a minute to five minutes. I mean, you can, yeah. I mean, right. I can work it out. So right. that's been, uh, uh, again, spotty. Okay. A reason, not an excuse. Okay. I did. T- I did try, uh, after hearing, uh, enough people talking about it. Uh, I tried a float tank okay. last week and that was an interesting experience. Um, I think here we, we have the only one between Los Angeles and San Francisco, oh, wow. uh, which is, I guess they're mm. still pretty very rare, but, um, I've talked to a couple of people who've done them and they said it's worth trying and it's mm. kind of a neat experience. And, uh, Joe Rogan's the one I heard it from on his pocket. He, he has his own, oh, wow. he's Joe Rogan. He can yeah. afford one. Uh, interesting experience. I mean, basically for everyone who doesn't know, you sit in this big egg looking pod that's filled, uh, only about, I don't know, maybe a foot with water that's, uh, saturated with Epsom salt. So it's super dense salt water and you float like you totally float. You're weightless, pretty crazy. And then you close the lid and it's pitch black and you're just kind of in this zone. And the water is the same temperature as yeah. Water water so the air temperature water temperature and your body temperature all become one ah. so it is there's a very weird sense of what is air and what is water yeah and whereas after you know it's an hour um after you're in there for a while yeah it's kind of hard to tell exactly where your body ends and the water begins it's mm-hmm. one way to describe it mm-hmm. and uh you're totally weightless it's trippy I, I mean there's no other time in my life i've ever been completely weightless and that's very relaxing so in some ways it was like a nice like massage or spa kind of experience. Good. Um, it was a long time though, 60 minutes to keep your eyes closed with nothing. Yeah. No inputs when we're so used to our phones right, and right, right. kids, kids and, and everything else. Your piece. Yeah. Your piece. So an hour was a long time. And oh. I think towards the end of it though, I finally kind of, you know, dropped into it and, and was just kind of enjoying, not only enjoying the peace and quiet, but kind of being able to slow my mind down. Right. And I, I plan to go back and try it again and see if that might be a, something to try every once in a while to kind of, you know, shut everything down for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It was a nice sense, total sensory deprivation. That is cool. In a good way. Good, good, good. Yeah. Stick on the meditation, especially for anyone lift, listening out here. Five minutes is going to make a big difference. Five minutes continually every day will start to add up. And one of the comments you said is, I'm not very good at it. And this isn't, there is no good at it. There's no bad at it and there's no, there's no, it's hard to find a tangible benefit. Like you said, I can see my traps growing a bit. I can see my shoulders developing a bit, but with meditation, it's just blind faith Mm -hmm. and it's blind faith to a point where you actually start to feel the differences or notice not what you're gaining, but what's not there. It's, oh, wow. I'm, I didn't react. Oh, wow. I, I wasn't as irritable with my wife. 
oh wow I'm, I'm I was wow I was just really patient with my kids when they were fighting that's what you're you're losing stuff as opposed to mm-hmm. gaining a superpower or gaining a strength but the stuff that you're losing are a lot of the stimulus that are causing you personally Garrett to go off track it's the the frustration it's the the uh, beating yourself up it's the um the disappointment mm-hmm. when that the volume on that gets lessened then just being you becomes a lot easier then taking care of some of these day-to-day tasks uh aren't as challenges or aren't, aren't as challenging as well so it is a huge practice it is mm-hmm. a huge importance i think i said in the last episode or one of the last episodes if given the choice between fitness you know what which, what should you do today work out or meditate i'm not sure which would be of more benefit mm-hmm. uh, for a human being and I'm a fitness guy I'm a movement guy I have to move or I'll freak out but after meditating for years it's come to really sink into me just how important it is and if I could if we could if we could get the whole country to do it or the whole world to do it, it would be a very different place to be mm-hmm. and people can do it it's free there is no barrier to entry you don't yeah. need any equipment you just need the discipline to say okay for the next five minutes I'm going to breathe mm-hmm. and, and center myself. And we talked a little bit about you guys can't pull your earpiece out. Yeah. You can't, you just don't have the option of, I'm going to turn the radio off. I'm going to pull over. Hopefully nothing happens right now. And I'm going to zone out. It's always when it's going to happen. Too. <laughs> yeah. And three, two, one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> catastrophe. Uh, but you can breathe. So even if that shit is going on in your ear, even if you are in the midst of trouble, you can breathe deep into your belly. Mm-hmm. And take four or five breaths and wa- and feel that calm wash over you. And that can be done all the time throughout your shift. Mm-hmm. That can be done every time you get off shift. You know, before I go check out or whatever your, your end of shift process is, I can sit down and take 10 breaths. I can pull into the car, into the, the parking lot or the garage at home. Before I get out and enter the world of my wife and kids, I'm going to take 10 breaths. Before I leave the house to go into the world of bad people and, and traffic, I'm going to take 10 breaths. And these are just little bits of it's, you know, my partner, Eric, always talks about putting pennies in a jar or jelly beans in a jar. And, and you don't notice them. But six months later, the jar's half full. Mm-hmm. A year later, the jar's overflowing. And these are little, little actions that work to your benefit that cost you nothing mm-hmm. but will give you exponential results. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree here. So far, my experience has been that that um, soon after doing a session or you know ten minutes, you're right that uh, the time between the stimulus or the input mm-hmm. and my response seems greater. And how important is that as a law enforcement officer? Oh yeah, immensely. And yeah. a, and a father and too. as a father, yeah, yeah. it's uh, and a human and a human, yeah. So and a human being, yeah. No, that that has definitely been a tangible uh, kind of ability to observe that space in between the two, right? And yeah, like you say, that that can go a long way. Yeah. So even just the breathing. We talked about, you know, you said you had an officer involved in a shooting. Ten breaths. You know, you guys have to make decisions that I don't. I have a bad day and, and someone doesn't get a PR on their power clean. You have a bad day and, and life is can be lost or not. Mm-hmm. That's very, very different. So the the attention of saying, okay, my job on a daily basis may require taking or protecting life. I have to be as centered as possible. Sure. I will take those 10 breaths. Yeah. I will just calm myself, center myself throughout it. It's, it's, it's as important as buttoning up your uniform and making sure you have all your equipment. So for people listening, add that in, add it in, add it in, add it in, and then let us know 
what the reaction is to it. Yeah, please. We'd love to hear people's experiences with it. We got an email just a couple of days ago that I shared with you. Of, yeah, of, awesome. Uh, a guy in, in New Jersey, and I don't want to name drop him without his yeah. permission, but uh, was, yeah, told us about how he, he had just started the process, and that's that's awesome and heartwarming to know that people are trying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, this is good stuff. Self care is probably not taught in the academy, uh, especially for men. It's not taught in the men 101. Hey, this is what you got to do. You actually have to give a shit about yourself. Women go to the spa. They get their nails done. They get their hair done. Plus, we try to get our shoulders bigger by kicking the shit out of ourselves and make fun of people who are taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of a paradigm shift that men especially, and I would imagine uh, law enforcement, military, any of that background, we are not taught, hey, I actually have to take care of my body and my mind and my being. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, you know, my experience with my academy was uh, they emphasized physical fitness, obviously, and okay. there was a plenty of lectures about staying fit through your through your career. But there was never discussions. Well, I, I take that back. There were some discussions of what could happen if you're involved in a in a shooting or a critical incident or you know something like that. Um, but there wasn't a lot of emphasis on it. But but there wasn't a, there 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 still isn't a lot of emphasis or focus on hey. These are the detrimental effects over your career. This is what's going to happen to your yeah. body. You're going to get older, and you're not going to be this spry young kid in the academy anymore. Right. And you're going to lose mobility. And because you're wearing a gun belt, your your hamstrings are going to get really tight, and your right. back's probably going to go out. So here's what you need to do down the road. Right. Or in you know in in service training, those things aren't addressed. Also, I mean, I, I would uh, my jaw would hit the floor if I went into a quarterly training once, and they were said, "Okay, today we're going to learn about the posterior chain and how." <laughs> so everybody, you know. Put on, roll out, grab a yoga mat out of the <laughs> right, right. out of the corner, and we're going to work on the. I mean, there would be a, a, a mutiny, right? Right, but or ten minutes of meditation at roll call in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. I mean, I think uh, for the people at my department who know that I do this, I think they already think that's coming. <laughs> good. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it would not not uh, an accepted practice in general. Right. But I do think that we're improving things, and I think that the younger guys. Um, younger guys are more open to those things to begin with. Yeah. And then the guys that are my age are, are going, are just trying to find answers, trying to find anything, anything right. that will help right. are open to it. Of course. Um, it's, you know, I mean, I was having this conversation about sleep and the importance of sleep right. uh, with, with some of my guys the other night and like, look, here's what happens to you. And I, I'm explaining all the bad things that, you know, dementia and cardiovascular disease, all the things that we know about being a cop that happened to us. But I'm right. saying, we all know that we are highly susceptible to heart attacks, highly susceptible to cardiovascular disease and high blood pressure and diabetes and all those things. But there's never been a good explanation for it. And I think we're starting to see that it's a lot of those things are because of things like sleep and nutrition. Right. So I'm I'm laying this out for them the other day and they're half paying attention. Then I said, uh-huh. but guys, because they were complaining about not sleeping well, I said, guys, you're pumping out more estrogen right now than testosterone because right. you're not sleeping. And right. that got their Damn. attention. <laughs> right, right, right. This will help your sex life. Yes. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. What? What was that? Yes. <laughs> um, that certainly <laughs> piqued their interest. And then they were all ears and they, you know, yeah. and I was able to tell them. So it's improving. But yeah, it's definitely not. It's not something that they go into the academy and they say, okay, you guys need vitamin D supplementation because you're not going to see the sun for four, four days a week. You know, right. that kind of thing. Right, right, right. So. Well, good. I'm glad we're getting it out there. Yeah. Anything else you want to cover? Um, Anything else happened the week you want to go over? Or oh, man. An upcoming week that you think is going to be a challenge? 
Uh, you know, it's uh, I don't know. Every week this week is or every every week right now is a challenge. Okay. Um, and you have how much longer on night shift? A month. Okay. What are two things you can do to to mitigate the negative effects of night shift that you haven't done up till now or that have fallen on the wayside? Can I count the go bag as one of them? Yes. All right. So we're going to do that nutrition go bag. Right? Okay. That's a, that's an easy one and a good one. Yep. Um, and how often do you have to do that every week? The, uh, like how often do you want to put one together? Do you want to put two together? Let's get, get no, it No, I like your idea that, you know, I could probably do a month of them at a time. Yeah. And then just store, store them somewhere. Okay. Probably here in the fancy recording studio. Yeah. And just have them to go. Okay. Perfect. So, so it's part of you grab your, your uniform. Mm-hmm. You grab, what do you leave the house with to go on shift? Uh, usually just a kind of a, a change of clothes for the gym. Okay. And, um, a couple of small items and usually a cooler okay. um, of food and stuff. Bam, it's in the cooler. So if it goes in the cooler every day, then that's easy. Okay. And do, uh, I don't know enough about your situation. Do you guys have a locker that you're at the mm-hmm. at work? I would say start of every week of shift, throw three or four of those bags in there, yeah. the go bags. So yeah, if you I'll know bring you get there and go, oh shit, I left all my food at home. Which happens, Boom. yeah. Mm-hmm. Grab it, happens to everybody. Yeah, okay. I'll bring those. And then, uh, you know, I, th- I think... Um, the very least thing, you know, like I said, I've, I've gotten off shift late right. and then skipping the gym. Okay. So what I need to be doing, I think, is if I'm if I'm going to skip the gym, because sometimes you just have to. Right. If I'm skipping the gym, I want to at least take those 10 minutes, even if it's in the car, and do 10 minutes of meditation. Okay, good. And I can always afford that. Yes. And um, So something in your self-improvement plan has to happen, mm-hmm. even if the gym's out the window. It's like, all right, I'm not going to make it to the gym, then I'm definitely going to do X, Y, and Z that are mm-hmm. in the other other areas. Yeah, and, or another thing I could do is spend some of that time meal planning. Yes, you know, my planning my menu, right? Um, which I'm, you know, I could be much better at. Okay. Um, so those are probably the two things I'll I'll, I'll call are my backups for okay. if I don't make it to the gym. My ex, I, sh- I have an expectation of myself to meditate right. for at least ten minutes. If for some reason that doesn't work. 10 minutes of planning my meals for at least that day. Okay. And journaling those meals. Okay. And you can always hit some squats in the garage. You can always do some kind of movement mm-hmm. just to let your body know that it's still in the game. Yeah. If it's stretching, if it's yoga, if it's push-ups and sit-ups, just something that you get a little bit of uh you know, move your chi, man. Mm-hmm. It's been sitting in a car all night most likely and it'll it'll appreciate it. Yeah. If you get some movement in. I tend to lose my chi if I don't keep it on me. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, I think, uh, too, it, this would be a good point. Um, well, this is a good episode to talk a little bit, too, about, uh, you know, some of the, some of the conversations we've had or, or um, some of the input or, that we've received from people. And mm-hmm. I mentioned uh, our friend in New Jersey, and, and I've gotten other emails from people, too, that are, are valuing what we're putting out. Good, 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 Which good. is fantastic, right? Yeah. And that's the whole point of this. The whole point is to kind of share some of this information, maybe get people to see things in a different light. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, I joke about being a narcissist, but I'm humbled by the, by the reception we've gotten. We, we passed uh, 2000 downloads uh, this week, which, you know, we're not, Joe Rogan's not going to get scared or Tim Ferriss <laughs> or Adam Carolla. They're not going to be worried about us taking the number one spot on iTunes, but that's fine. That's not the, that's not at all the point right. about this. We're right. a very specific and niche audience within an audience. I mean, right. we're looking at police officers, but not just police officers or, or at, I should say corrections and first responders and yeah. all those people too. But, um, we're like, or we have an, we're an audience within that audience. Right. And so we're, we know, I know we're small, but this is fantastic. I never really thought at episode 
what, seven that we were at when we passed 2,000 downloads that we would do that. But we've gotten some great people on the show who are super supportive of law enforcement. Definitely. And know the challenges and know that we're, that, that, uh, that we have struggles that are kind of unique. Yeah. Um, and we're going to have a lot of great upcoming episodes too. So, um, appreciate everybody's support. And we love getting the emails and Definitely. the, and the They're Twitter, the tweets and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah. um, uh, yeah, it's been really neat to kind of, to, to see that response from people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys who have emailed us. And those of you who are, are helping us share this information and help us get out, you know, share these episodes, tell your friends, if you learn something, pass it on. This is all knowledge based. We're not, we're not making money on it. We just want people to, to use these tools and, and help themselves. Yeah. Um, again, better is better. Better is better. Every, the fact that when I'm not regressing or the fact that you, you out there, if you, if you're maintaining, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing a good thing. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're getting better and we all have to accept that we're going to have, uh, challenges and we're going to have inputs we can't control. And yep. we just are going to have to, we have to deal with those. Right. It shouldn't set us back a hundred percent or even, even 1%. We right. should know that that is going to be part of the process that's hard for me to understand and accept that it's just part of the process. Yep. Peaks it's not, and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Every day is not going to be a perfect hit the gym, you know, accomplish everything on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And 30 be minutes a, of meditation, perfect organic food. Exactly. And yeah. be an awesome, perfect father every time right. on top of all those other yeah. things. It's just not going to happen. Right. Everything is a give and take and we have to be okay with that. Yeah. Go with the fluidity of it. Definitely. And every day, better is better. Better is better. Thank you. Thank you. All right, episode nine, there you have it. Remember, better is better. And if we weren't clear what we meant by that today, we just mean that any progress is progress. We have to accept the fact that we're going to have obstacles because they're always going to be there. We're never going to have a perfect week. We're never having a perfect month. There's always going to be something that comes up to throw a wrench into our well-laid plans. Simple diet changes, simple sleep changes, simply getting to the gym, not even getting to the gym, just simply getting home and doing some air squats in the driveway. As goofy as that might look for your neighbors, might be the only thing you have an option for, but still, it's better than nothing and better is better. My only goal this week is to be better than I was yesterday. And if I can achieve that, then I think I've had a successful week. Follow us at The Squad Room on uh, Twitter or at The Squad Room on Instagram. Follow, give uh, Traver a follow on Twitter. He's Traver Bohm, at Traver Bohm, T-R-A-V-E-R-B-O-E-H-M. He'll drop some knowledge out there. Uh, to you. Uh, shoot us an email if you uh, have a show idea, you uh, want to let us know what your struggles are, what your challenges are on a daily basis. We want to know those things so that we can uh, commiserate with you, but also uh, understand what things you guys might like to hear uh, in future episodes. Our email is squadroompodcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email just to say hi, even let us know what you like or don't like. And of course, if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes for us and let us know what you think and tell the world it really does help the show. All right. Next week up is uh, Dr. Kirk Parsley, former Navy SEAL sleep specialist. He's going to drop a ton of information on us about the importance of sleep and why that might be the missing link in all of our uh, wellness and health and fitness goals that we are not focusing on is sleep. So check that one out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a a safe week and take care of each other.